Welcome to another pointless podcast. Everything you never needed. Here are your hosts. Give them a hand. The co-creators of Landyland. Our favorite pair, Senora and Senora. It's Derek and Laura. On to the show. We'll talk about whatever we want. Let's go. Hello. Bing bong. Why do you always make it so weird? To start off with. Yeah, well, yeah, to start and then you continue and it continues weird. Hello, boys and girls. Hi, hello, and welcome back to another Pointless Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Katie, of course, joined by... Welcome to a new day in term for school. Are you well? You're Are you all, medically well? You've all got detention. Are you medically well, though? Tell the boys and girls your name. Derek. Derek what? Yeah. Derek what? Yeah. Derek Andy. We have a guest. We have a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, hello. No, I'm no. actually the guest and I'm talking over Derek. Hi, I'm I sorry, am... Sorry, I'm... Okay, let's start that again. You, you know what? I'm sorry. I... Okay. Yes, I feel very welcome. Um, I'm Ivy Botolato. Tell us uh, who you are, what you do, uh, well, where are you from? my name is Derek. No, Derek. not you. Doing like an actor slate. Yeah. Hi, my name is Ivy Botolato. I'm from Seattle, Washington slash L.A. LA and I am a Skullduggery fan. Hoo-hoo, surprise. On this Nerd. podcast, that doesn't that what? doesn't seem likely. No. That doesn't seem possible. Also like resident Valkyrie Kane expert, I would say. Maybe self anointed yeah. title, but also yeah. maybe accurate title. Definitely the expert on uh, at this table. I would say you more know, like, so than more, you, yeah, Derek. I'd yeah. say I almost called you Valkyrie. I would say Ivy knows <laughs> Valkyrie Kane better than you, the author, does. I mean, yeah, but that's not, like, hard. Well, no, because you don't remember your books or your characters or anything about anything you've created. I remember their spirits. And as long as the spirit Well, is... you have to, because most of them are dead. <sighs> so Ivy is here with us today because Ivy has been in Ireland with us uh, since the 9th? Yeah. The 9th, uh, for my birthday. And what date is it today? Well, I mean, I was going to gloss over that. But today is the 23rd of October. And, like, I don't think that's a special day, do you? It's Skullduggery's I mean, it, it death day. Oh, yeah, it's the day Skullduggery so. dies. Yeah. I mean, when you guys are listening to it, it's going to be Monday the 24th. So this is going to be irrelevant to you. Irrelevant? Irrelevant. Yeah. The irrelevant elephant the irrelevant, in the room. Yeah. Um, but, Derek, is there a... Is today a special day for any other reason? Basically, uh-huh. 48 years ago, this very day, on a cold... Eons ago. Not, not that long ago. Eons. Was it here or in a galaxy? A momentous a time when my mother gave birth to a child. Five-year-old child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Leaped out into the hospital. Wait, wait, five blinking, years old? Yes. You Blinking, came out five years old. I was a very um, advanced uh, child. Right, brilliant. Blinking into the hospital lights, it uh-huh. was me. I was born. Today is Derek's was... birthday! Happy, happy birthday. birthday! Should we sing happy birthday? We should. No. Yeah. Okay, okay. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Deborah! Happy birthday to 
and many more. We hope. Wow. We live in hope. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. What? 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 That could it do with what we were talking about before? Well, I don't know. You interrupted me. Well, you, uh, no, I just wanted to establish the date. So Ivy came over on the 9th. And it's now the 23rd. So Ivy's been here for seven years. What? Yes, yes. actually. Uh, no, I don't I think Max is correct. absolutely would say And that's why correct. did you come over here, Ivy? Well, I mean, we did already say, but yeah. Okay. Laura's, I Laura's birthday and, you know. Is that all? Professional stalker, maybe? There um, you go. But mostly, mostly the birthday thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how have you been enjoying um, Ireland? And you were also in England for yes. a few days. Yeah, should we do a rundown of what we've been doing? Um, yes. Well, well first, not everything. No. But first, first, yes, enjoying it. B, I don't remember what the second question was. It was, what have we been doing? Yes. We've been doing lots of things. We did mm, hmm. mm-hmm. i know so i'm really okay. a stickler for details which i think you can tell well we did a bit of shopping shopping yes. that was fun yes um on the day of my birthday we got matching tattoos yes cool little snakes i think i'm gonna say they're on instagram if they're not on instagram i'll put them yeah. on instagram i don't think they are yet. okay well i'll put them on instagram if you want to see um then we got hair and makeup done lovely and then we went to the Ivy. Ivy went to the Ivy mm-hmm. for a fancy birthday dinner, which is where we realized that the Ivy is really not for us as people. It's no. very fancy. The restaurant, not the, the restaurant. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, as the person, I I think I could be addressed as the Ivy. Like it's you know. Like I mean, title. that's a power move, right? Having like next the, time I go in, I'm asking for the deed. Yeah, I think that's the exactly. only natural course of action. But yes, we did that. We went I to this very, yes, this very nice, classy <laughs> restaurant um, with these two. And <laughs> <laughs> Suffice to say, I will not be going back there. Why? What, what happened? What specifically happened at what, this restaurant? What, what did happen? What happened at the restaurant? I think it was your, your food. There was a... I didn't drop it intentionally on the floor, but Derek did out me as being... A very intelligent person who dropped their burger bun on the floor, but not only dropped on the floor, also lost it. I couldn't find it. <laughs> um, and then he not the suddenly pointed it out to the waiter, who took my entire plate away like a punishment. And <laughs> like a child. Like a child. And then returned it. And then they sang happy birthday to every party in there, except for oh, Laura, was like who was wearing a other birthday bandana. Yeah. Well, that's not a bandana. A sash. Yeah. My bad. Um... It was great. It was, yeah. Well, you also met up with some of your other Irish friends. Yes, I met. I met one of my other Irish friends, Leah. That was fun. That was fun. We saw. Oh, we saw. Don't worry, darling. Oh yeah, that was a good movie. We were the only people in the entire theater. That was awesome. It was great. It was wonderful. We hate people. Um, mm-hmm. Went to the UK, and that's where the real kind of party stuff happened. I stayed at home. Derek yeah. stayed at home. We love I him. have no time for parties. <laughs> no siree, Bob. Me and Ivy, I took Ivy to the German bar where I broke my knee and my ankle. Not was, that night. No, but within three months of each other. I went back there while I still had a, a, a dislocated knee and went back and broke my ankle. I actually I tried to stand on the table um, because you're supposed to stand on the benches and do a dance. And then Laura was like, you actually can't do that. Um, there's a rule that you can't stand on the table, and she's the reason for the rule. Yeah, you used to be able to dance on the tables. 
Now I'm I'm the reason you can't. I'm sorry, guys. You can only dance on the benches. But we had fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had my birthday party, which it was me themed. So people had to dress up as something to do with me or something that I like or, you know, dress as me. So we had a few people dress as me. Um, Danny picked an Instagram photo and recreated it. It was very fun. Uh, Amy came as an apple tree because uh, I grew up in Apple Tree Cottage. Ivy came as my book character, Olivia. Yes. But with a twist. What was the twist? What were you wearing on top? Oh, well, I was I was wearing... Uh, oh, I was wearing a hospital gown because from... As Laura has had many, many hospital visits, as have I, and I did swipe a gown most times as a souvenir. So I did wear that because... Isn't it like 10 grand every time you go to the hospital or something? Yeah, America. Yeah. You know, super fun. So like at the very least, I should get like a little party favor. And so I wore that to the party yeah. in honor of Laura going yeah, to the hospital exactly. all the time. I was going to wear a knee brace, but I forgot to bring one. I couldn't find one. So you made one, didn't you? Oh, I made paper knee braces. There we did go. play pin the knee brace on Laura. It's kind of like pin the tail on the donkey, except it was a bunch of paper knee braces that I made and a picture of Laura. It was very fun. We also did a Laura quiz. Uh, Ivy came second. Yes. Yes. Very. Amy. Mm, yes. Yeah, of course, Amy yes, came yes, first. Yes, yes, yes. Um, there were uh, there was a Laurification station, which was just glitter and temporary tattoos and like um, glittery hairspray and body spray. Uh, so people were lorifying themselves. It wow. was good fun. It was, it was good, fun. It was very good fun. It was karaoke. Sounds extraordinarily narcissistic. It was, and that's why it was great. It mm-hmm. was a complete... I dressed as a princess, like full-on princess gown. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. I had a great time. It was good. It was good. Uh, we went to a drag bingo brunch. Yes. Yeah. It was my first drag show. Shout out to Madame Mumu, who is the best drag queen in Kent. Probably the world. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen a, a drag show in every place in the world. But you would expect that Madame Mumu would be the best. Oh, she's great. Yeah. She's, yes. She's stunning. From everything I've fun. heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fun. And, yes. oh my God, we saw ABBA Voyage. Oh yeah, we saw ABBA. Well, we saw holograms of ABBA, but they were so hyper-realistic. It was a little there frightening. Is, there is no way you could tell me that wasn't real. They, uh, that was that was real. It was somehow they went back in time. It was kind of nuts. It was crazy. And then they had the well. Are we allowed to like say that? Did they, they didn't make it sound like an NDA? They had them do like weird little like monologues as the ABBA people that the holograms are, where they come out and talk, and it was weird and it was cool. It, it was, was so fun. good. Yeah, it was really fun. It was very very fun. And now we're back here. We've uh, got a week here, mm-hmm. and we're. Kind of alternating between having chill out days because we have done so much mm-hmm, and like just going to the city mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm, we had to have a few quarantine days because um, me and Derek uh, both had COVID, mm-hmm, which wasn't fun. Um, still got some some lingering sniffles, coughs and sniffles. So we're taking tests fine. and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And then we can emerge again like beautiful butterflies. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Ivy yeah. has had COVID last month, so thankfully. It was my fourth time having it. Oh, well it. done. Yeah. Well done, yeah. yeah, yeah I feel like good. a winner. I, I've had it four times, and the last time was in September, so you can't. You can't catch it. Yeah, I can't yeah. catch it from these guys. Excellent. That's how we figured it was probably COVID, because me and Derek were both uh, feeling really unwell. And Ivy, who'd been with us, you know, at that point for two weeks, like all day, every day. 
Ivy wasn't, Ivy was fine. And we're like, oh no. Yeah, because I get sick. Yeah. Hence the like, hospital gown collection. Exactly. So we're like, oh, it's probably COVID. And it was. My first time having it, it was, I mean, I understand that it's. You were sick for about an evening. Yes. Yeah. Because Derek just doesn't get sick. Derek catches a deadly virus and it affects him for about three hours one evening. I got slightly shivery. Yeah. And then I got better. Because that's I've got what better. I do. Yeah. In it. Turned me into a newt once. I got better. I got better. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, we've been... We haven't been able to... Uh, you know, this is coming up to Halloween. So, there's plenty of horror movies we, wa- we wanted to go out and see. Like Halloween. And Smile. Oh, yeah. I really want to see Smile. But we haven't had a chance so we're taking tests a lot um mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. moment i'm free i'm i'm out, I'm out of that here. cinema's not gonna know what hit it but it's not covid it's not covid it's <laughs> no. just gonna be us yes yes um so yeah yeah so ivy would you call yourself a skullduggery fan i can you can you can you word the question with more details <laughs> Yes, I mean the answer is yes. I'm also in two of the school degree books. Which two? Uh eight and nine, Last Santa Dead Men and Dying of the Light. Which you might recognize the name is still Ivy. And mm-hmm. Ivy fights Valkyrie. I do. And and mm-hmm. that one person says I am cooler than her. I think it's chapter what, like forty four of Oh my god, such a nerd. <laughs> See, <laughs> I I I met Ivy at about nine or ten years ago. Ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, when she came over with a friend and her mom, uh, and I heard they were... Co- I, I can't remember how this happened, but they I heard they were coming over, and at that time, if you did anything extraordinary, like travel to bloody Ireland just because of the books, I made a special effort to uh, meet and take you out to lunch and, you know, show you around a bit. And that's what I used to do before I got too busy and uh, basically too important. He got too big for his fans, yes, basically. Yes, yes, uh, So that's what I used to do. And so that's when I first met Ivy. And uh, she was a tiny little chatterbox. And a lot has changed, obviously, since then. Oh, clearly. Um, Apart from the hype, maybe. Ooh. I'm self-conscious about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cute. Um, I, I genuinely have not gotten an inch taller. No. No. But, um... <laughs> You're like a pocket rocket. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, basically, since then, um, Ivy has been, um, you know, always, always there, always uh, uh, has uh, taken part in all of the um, the events and stuff. And so there's the constant, oh, there's Ivy, there's Ivy, there's Ivy. And then um, the, uh, during uh, lockdown, various lockdowns, uh, Ivy and Laura started chatting on, on Zoom or Skype or whatever, and uh, they actually yeah. became friends. 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 Which, In, like, um, a not-stalker way, though, I would like to clarify. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're actually genuinely friends. Yeah. Chat all the time, send each other memes. <laughs> they all have their little little private in-jokes, which they're not private obviously in-jokes. the rest of they're, us really all they're, enjoy. They're TikTok all memes. And if you watch the TikToks that we Why would I watch TikToks? You would understand. Am I for? Yes. Very good. Um, Laura and I also, I feel like, are like known for making Skullduggery TikToks. That's kind of our thing, both of us separately. So 
So we thought we'd be making so many TikToks once we got together. We've done one. And but it was, it was a very good one. It was good. Oh, it, yeah. It wasn't even skullduggery. No, it, it has ever. not got... How dare you? It has not gotten the attention that it deserves to get, to be quite honest. It's very mm. funny. I mean, I think we I think that we got it on, like, in four takes, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three or four. Uh, it was very good, but it's very unappreciated. So if you could go to my TikTok and give that video some love, that would obviously be awesome. And if you don't, you're just a fake fan. Wow. I hate to break it to you. Fake fan of what? Of the pod, of mm. me and Ivy and you and mm. Skullduggery. Mm-hmm. Derek Landy doesn't have fans. Derek Landy has readers. Just Derek Landy doesn't have fans. End of end of sentence. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> You're just writing into the void. You're just writing into the void. <laughs> yeah. So Ivy, yes. Would it be fair to say you had a Skullduggery obsession, perhaps? Yes. Growing up. Well, I could mean, you give us maybe yeah. an insight into this? Okay. Okay. Well, first and foremost, it's October twenty third. I threw uh, Skullduggery themed parties for what, like at least four years in a row on the 23rd for both School Diaries that day and Derek's birthday. We did we did a Zoom call with Derek once. Um, <laughs> and we, uh, you sent a letter once or twice, like a little like drawing invite. Okay. Um, and then also... These are things I completely forget. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah it's... It's seared into my mind. <laughs> There's a lot of photos also, so in case I did forget, I, I have pictures from the parties where everyone would dress up. Um, me, of course, being me, I dressed as Valkyrie Kane, not just for these parties, but for a solid six, seven years, every single day. Like, I have a multitude of long black coats. I have short ones because in, I remember on the Deathbringer cover, she has like a shorter coat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only coat I don't have still is the one with the, the red, red sleeves, sleeves yeah. which I intend to make. I just haven't gotten around to it. I, let's see. Oh, I straightened my hair every day and I parted it on the side that her hair was parted on. On most of the covers, <laughs> it was intentional. Um, I now have bangs because, you know, I've got to spice it up after, what, like 10 years of of having Valkyrie's book cover <laughs> hair. Um, what else? I forced all of my friend group to read it. I could recite, there were specific pages from the first book that I knew, like word for word, and I would recite them in under 30 seconds. I thankfully don't still have this skill. I also knew <laughs> every single chapter title in order from the first book. I, mm, let's see, I had all of this. I was just telling you guys earlier. I had the, the when Deathbringer came out, there was like a little like preview of the first like 20 pages. I had that taped to my wall, like like all 20 pages, like it was an art display. Um, there's a lot Don't of laugh, things. Derek. <laughs> Such a nerd. Such a nerd. Yes. Um. I also do Valkyrie TikToks where I dress as Valkyrie King. They're very funny. They're, they're what fun. is your TikTok? Oh, it's which it's which which Ivy. So it's which is the first one. It's like W H I C H W I T C H and then I V Y I V. You know. Yeah. Like like the Ivy. Yeah. And they're um, very very funny. Thank you. They are funny. Oh, now you give your input. I also did, um, which I feel like a a good handful of people have seen. I did that video on the timeline. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Very helpful. Where I did correct the timeline for phase one before the grimoire came out. Yeah. So, Derek, what what was going on with the timeline? Okay. Well, you know how Uh there Uh are different Uh alternate universes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. the book series was um, kind of like... Oh, so as in 
you takes place in different yeah. timelines. I mean, I thought that oh, was obvious. Yeah. Oh. Clearly, clearly. Yeah. Even though you didn't say that or allude I mean, to that. I mean, I don't think I need to spell no, it out okay. for my readers. They are no, pretty no. smart. So mm-hmm. obviously everyone understood that. Um, but anyway, any mistakes that may have been made by someone uh, have been someone corrected now because you, of the events author. of Phase 2. So, um, yes, we're all fine now. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, the main, the main issue being... There was um, no issue. There were no issues, but if there were to be an issue that I'm definitely totally making up right now, was um, Mortal Coil is supposed to be three months after Dark Days. It, mm-hmm. No, five months. But it takes place at Christmas. But Dark Days specifically takes place in September because of the All-Ireland Championship. Mm-hmm. And she says it's September when she's in the Phase of Swans realm. Um, there are not five months between the end of September and Christmas. There are if you count uh, one of them like... Like twice. Twice. Or, or yeah, a couple times. times. Yeah. So that was like the first thing. I realized this when I was like 14 and then I kept up with it. And then I um, made like a 10 minute video about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so basically then... Derek and Laura called me, and I helped fix. Yes, needed. That um, I would help. say we were on the on like a Zoom call for like a good two hours. Yeah, definitely figuring out the timeline and kind of figuring out how we could tweak it prior to the grimoire. Yes. Yeah, and the, the main issue was with Alice because she's a baby, so she can't be. She can be older in the end of phase one than she already was because if you're gonna. I'm assuming everyone's read this. I can spoil her. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. going to be spoilers yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout. So. Um, when she kills Alice, she, you can't kill, like, a three-year-old. Because that's totally different than killing, like, a baby. Uh, which isn't great either. It's funnier. It's, yeah. So she, so that was, like, something that had to be in consideration. And I genuinely don't remember how we fixed it. I would need to go look. We made that it. We made like a chart. Do you remember? And it yes, was. It was. There was an extra year. Every book, yeah. and then Alice's age with Valkyrie's age, and, Valkyrie, and then how much time should have passed between each book. And you have it somewhere. Because yep, I have it. it yeah. As well, yeah. It's. I remember we. I think it was adding a year between playing with fire and the faceless ones, so that she has more training, which makes more sense for her coming like with the whole portal thing and fighting. Um, what is it, a Ranmore farm? All of that, like, it makes more sense that she would have been able to handle herself for before dark days for finding school degree if there was an extra year there and she was a little bit older. Mm. I think that was like the main tweak. And her birthday had to be changed to, to October. October. And we all decided it was October the 11th, my birthday. Yeah, yeah quite we did not. Uh, yeah, no, we did. That is not. We canon. all, we yeah, all decided. Yeah. Sorry. She's I a Libra, so. we decided. Mm. It makes sense for her. Oh yeah, she's a total Libra. She's too. She likes the attention too much to be a Scorpio, and that's the two options in yeah October. So it's totally a Scorpio. Oh my God, we're out of Libra season. It's our Scorpio season. It is. Happy Scorpio season. Oh, this season's gonna suck. Yeah. Scorpio season. Serious. Actually, Scorpios are like probably the coolest of the star signs. I know. We are the coolest. I'm sorry. Favoring Scorpios, but you are my favorite Libra. Thank you. Yeah, I, Lame. I have... Am I going to be an astrology girly? Ooh, Ooh! I have a Scorpio moon sign, so I do favor Scorpios. I have no go. idea what that means. You don't have to. It's okay. <laughs> so, I think it's quite fair to say that you look a, a quite a smidge. Quite a bit like, like Valkyrie. Yes. Like Valkyrie Kane. Which yeah. I think is why on social media, 
you get compared a lot to Valkyrie. Yes. It's also, it's very intentional, obviously, yeah. that I do this. But also, like, genetics did work in my favor. Other than the height. Yeah, well, she's meant to be six foot tall. I'm resting at a really, on a good day, if I lie, a 5'3". If I lie. <laughs> if I really sell myself up, like, up a quarter of an inch, it's 5'3". That's on my actor profiles. <laughs> that's definitely the true height. And then I would get compared to Tanith purely yes. because I have blonde hair and I'm, I'm, I'm tall. I mean, and pretty. Tanith isn't particularly tall. I've never. I thought she never, was tall. No, he never well, says anything I, about I, her being never tall. Well, about my being entire tall. life's a lie, and think I'm just going to put my head in a toasty maker now, guys. No, no, no. You're, you're Tanith. Don't worry. Toasty. Okay, thank you. you. Don't worry. Just get a little crispy. Crispy. No toasty. toasty. So, because we have the, you know, the res... Stop making that noise. Because toasty. we have the... Stop. The resident Valkyrie Kane... Stop. Stop it. We have our Valkyrie Kane expert. Woo! I feel like it would be silly to not talk about our favourite girly. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So I know you wrote the books, Derek. Yes. Are there any? Is there anything that you have forgotten <laughs> about your own character? Um, no. Well, really? Oh, well, you I sounded mean, so confident in that answer. So confident. I have full faith that that was I'm, correct. I'm pretty. I mean, you know, I know you are pretty. I know. You know, in order to write these books, you I. Yeah, the details, the whens and the wheres and the hows and the whos and the whys and the whats, they do kind of fade away at times. But um, you, uh, how these books are written is you, I have a, an overall sense of who these characters are and who they are at, at any particular time. Um, but yeah, the, the details, like if you were to ask me, I don't know a question. Um, I might not know. <laughs> no, ask a question. I bet I know it. Think of one. Yeah, ask a Valkyrie Kane question. I, 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 I mean, what? Uh, Which tooth does she get broken? It's one of her front two teeth. When mm. I think it's Sanguine who punches her in the face. That, that is because I got my tooth broken. Uh, in training, and I had to go around for a few weeks with a broken front tooth, and it was awful. And Maybe. that was me as a guy in his early twenties. So I had, I when it came time to show Valkyrie's vulnerability, um, and this is in phase one where she's yeah. invulnerable. Uh, so when it came time to so this is book three, right? Yes, phase one to show a chink in that armor. Um, I said, okay, remember when I got my tooth broken, how self-conscious I was as a dude? How would that have been for a 14, 15-year-old girl? Yeah. It would have been devastating. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. had um, a broken front tooth up until the age of like, I don't know, 19, uh, just because I got pushed down a slide as a kid by another kid and you know they have those like bars at the top that you can uh, hold on I to I don't want to hear this story and I just went face first into the bar Ooh. and I broke my tooth and I just had a chipped front tooth for like most of my life 
And yeah, it did make me really self-conscious. Like I just didn't smile. And if I had to smile for pictures, it'd be like one of those like closed mouth, like, <laughs> you know, kind <laughs> I, of smiles. Including I'm the giggle. I'm going to hold on to my teeth real, real tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, I, well, cause I remember I really liked that part because it is it's it's the, the first same time thing. she cries, right? Yeah. Book. She, yeah. she goes to smile at Ken's buckle to like seem tough and then she just bursts into tears. And then he gets mad at Skullduggery for yeah. bringing a child. Aww. And then Skullduggery is like freaked out for the first time. Yeah. It's the first time she's ever had that kind of reaction after a fight. Hmm. I did not I remember there's a line, something like he jumped back as yeah. though he'd been stung or something I like think. that. Yeah. 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 Huh. See, you don't know your own books. Well, I mean, I know so of well. them. <laughs> They're like in concept, in theory, you know, yeah. right? Like a like a magical spiritual being that like exists. Yeah, you yeah. you know that they could physically be mm. a book. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, but that that was an instance of me um, giving Valkyrie part of my history, part of you know something. Uh, semi-traumatic that happened to me as a person. Okay, yeah, and and that's that's the the key. Any any writers out there, it's the the key to getting your readers to latch onto the characters is to make them human at all at any available opportunity. Even the monsters. Even the monsters. Huh. Um. Interesting. And so the easiest way to do that. Humor is the best way to get a uh, audience to appreciate a character, but um, after humor, uh, if you allow a character to share a part of your history, mm-hmm. then the reader will acknowledge and understand that okay, this is something real because this comes from a real place. Um, and emotional so, honesty, right? emotional mm-hmm. honesty, and that's that's it, it, it's all. It's always helpful when you're dealing with. Um, it's very easy to write a cool character who is flawless, but it's so boring. Yeah. So things like that, things like um, Valkyrie uh, having her first kiss with. Um, Fletcher. With Fletcher on the pier and slipping and yeah. whacking him in the throat. It, it wasn't, wasn't on the pier. pier. It was it in the, the hospital. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Tana yeah. was in the bathtub yeah. covered in mud because she had been nailed to a chair. Because And she saw and she found it hilarious. Yes. The the actual <laughs> instance that, that again, the, the piece of reality that, that is drawn from was the real Valkyrie's younger, younger sister. sister who that was her first kiss with the boyfriend at the time, and she had her arm in a cast, and she was on the pier, and she slipped, and she whacked him in the throat with her cast, and he went, <laughs> he died. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, those little pieces of real life, e- either my real life or... Um, a story from someone close to me who have gone, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, even when I'm told the story, even when they tell me this, or, oh my God, you never guess what happened to me last night. Then you go, oh, that's interesting. And then you, you kind of ask 
enough questions so that you get an overall picture and then you file it away in your head uh, to use at a later junction. So, um, yeah. yeah. Um, hot take. Mm-hmm. I absolutely despise phase one Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. I love her. I, if I were to meet her in person, absolutely not. Oh no, she's terrible. As a character there. though, I think she's fascinating and very, very fun. Hmm. I adore her. Well, in, obviously. In all forms. She has a god complex. Like She, she is really does. not a good person. No, she's, she's really not. Obsessed oh, with herself. Horrible. But every time that she's like obsessed with herself, it makes sense that she would be like that. It's just like as a real person, that would not be pleasant to be around. No. Yeah, well, there's this thing about. Um, I don't know if I should say the celebrity's name. <laughs> there's a rock star, a, okay. a British rock star, and he was art, someone who interviewed him was asked is he a nice person and the guy said no he's horrible and they were like oh that's disappointing and the interviewer was like well no obviously he's going to be a terrible human being because he's been told that he's an absolute god Mm. for like the last 40 years you know and he's had everyone tell him how great he is and let him believe that he is you know otherworldly so, of course, he's a horrible person. Why wouldn't he be? Because this is how other people have treated him. This is how he's seen himself for yeah. the last few decades. So, if you're if you're a teenager um, and you're suddenly thrust into this world of magic, you're introduced to it, and you, are, you enter into it believing you're the chosen one, even yeah. though... Even though... There is yeah. none. Uh, but it, you are... Because she is partnered with skullduggery and she has his protection Mm. um no one goes up against her because they know that he will destroy anyone who does and so that and part of her arrogance comes from not understanding that not understanding that that they're they aren't going after her not because she's a terrifying but because he's terrifying she becomes terrifying yeah, yeah, Given yeah. enough time, she becomes, yeah. you know, their worst nightmare herself. But yeah. in the beginning, she is protected by Skullduggery's yeah. um, and also, legend. Like, you don't mess with her at the start, not because of who she is, mm. but because Skullduggery will fuck you up if you mess with her. Fam. Well, and I feel like... Fuck me up, fam. Yeah. <laughs> There's... um. Like, I feel like a good example of that is, like, Melancholia going after her. Because Melancholia doesn't give a shit about Skullduggery. She's, she hates Valkyrie. Oh, She yeah. doesn't like her because she's cocky and because she's arrogant and because... I mean, she literally tells her she should start praying to her, just in case. <laughs> Iconic moment, yes. Yeah. Um, but she... Like, she doesn't have that fear that older sorcerers would have. So she goes after Valkyrie herself, and Valkyrie can't do anything about it. She gets slashed to ribbons. Yeah. Because... Yeah. She isn't as much of a threat as she thinks, at least at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even I mean Dark Cast Valkyrie, same person, but like different thing. Dark Cast is much <gasps> yeah. Woo! Spoiler. Ooh. Um, but that's its own separate entity. Hello. Is there something over there? You No, you there's like, just a cat. Oh. Just a cat. Um, where yeah, she's not as I'm like the only person who goes after her, like, without thinking about it, 
what scapegrace at the beginning. I know there are other people, but he's stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah. He she can count. handle it on her own. If yeah. she couldn't school library, wouldn't be tying his shoelaces. Like there's a moment, I'm not sure what book it is in. It might be book two, where Valkyrie's put in the same cell as Scapegrace. And you know, mm. when they're they're in those cells, they don't have their magic. And there's this line about, you I, know I don't think it's two, I think it might be three. Okay. Oh, because it's with um, the third girl. Yeah, and that bloody horrible detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crux yeah. or Davina Mars? Yeah, uh, Crux, Crux. Um, and she gets put in a cell with Skate Grace, and you know when they're out in—I was going to say out in the real world, but out in the magic world where they can use their magic. She obviously would. She 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 will destroy him because he's an idiot. Um. But there's this line about how in this cell where they can't use their magic, she and she kind of admits it to herself that she is a, a just a little girl, hmm. and he is a fully grown man, mm-hmm. and he could, you know, punch her lights out mm-hmm. if he wanted to. So she does beat him up. She does beat him she up. She does. Yeah. yeah. Because but, he's so freaking useless. But, but yeah. there was that awareness. Yeah. yeah. The moment she kind of has her power taken away from her she goes oh god i'm trapped in here with a, an adult who wants to hurt me yeah um and again it's 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 just um it's a case of looking around at at these stories be they books or or movies or even comics um where you have the the apprentice uh you know the 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 young Jedi, the young witch, the young wizard, the young whatever, and they go up against the experienced people and they hold their own. And that is ridiculous. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um whenever Valkyrie does hold her own, she uh, there is a very good reason. Um she's either, you know, She's cheating because she has magic, mm-hmm. um, uh, or she's using. Yeah, she has some other advantage in a straight one-on-one encounter. She would be toast, and it's it, it was just a case of me getting tired of reading these characters um, because for the readers out there, the the younger readers, they they love to read, you know, the the thirteen year old, the fourteen year old at beating a grown up, because it's very cathartic and, mm-hmm. and it's it's it validating and it's wonderful wonderful things and but it wouldn't happen. No. And so um, no, so uh, Valkyrie allows me to put someone of that age into a horrible situation and then uh, deal with it semi-realistically. And like, mm. kind of side note, kind of connected to that, something I liked about like Valkyrie being that kind of younger protagonist is she's, like I think the reason like as a kid I was like, I like this character, is a lot of the time you get that protagonist and they're really like self-conscious and they're not sure of themselves and they don't think that they can do anything. Valkyrie's not like that at all. Like straight from the start as Stephanie, she's very sure of herself. She questions authority. She, like, has this weird confidence. Maybe it's, like, an only child thing. I don't know. But she's 
very certain of who she is right from the start. And so she doesn't have any of that like, oh, I need to find myself. Like, no, 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 you know, she's just ready to do it, which is why yeah. I feel like she does a pretty good job of it, having that confidence, which I think also gives her an advantage in fights, like not having to be like, oh my God, I can't do it. She obviously has those thoughts, but then she tries anyway. And I think the fact that she's a girl is helpful mm -hmm. because you've said it before, Derek, like she automatically assumes that she's Skullduggery's equal. Mm -hmm. Whereas if the character Valkyrie was a boy, he'd probably be trying to prove himself yeah, to Skullduggery. It would be a completely a different story. Yeah. Um, no, but she does just wander in and... And like I'm on the same level as you. And that is because she was based on on somebody real, on 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 a girl I knew. Uh, who, the other Laura. Who had that um that exact attitude. Yeah. And there like, is no reason why you should uh, treat me as anything less than what what you are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like the the other Laura, um, it's terrifying. Like, absolutely terrifying because she is Valkyrie in the flesh. Yeah. And she's confident and she takes no nonsense. And she is so sure of herself. And it's, especially as a person with anxiety, it's terrifying. But also very attractive. <laughs> but terrifying. <laughs> I think I'm learning things about myself today. <laughs> I like women that scare me. <laughs> <laughs> However, face two Valkyrie. Yes. I love her. <laughs> I love her too. She's a mess. No offense. <laughs> she's a fucking mess. She's a shit show. And she's, but I like that. I know like some people weren't like crazy about the fact that she has all of this like trauma, but why would she not? Yeah. Like, realistically, she is going to be traumatized from everything yeah. she's done. And it makes insane. sense. And it makes sense that like, I don't know, she's a little bit more no-nonsense in Phase 2 because she's, like, she's scary, whatever, quote-unquote scary as a teenager. She's a threat. But as an adult, she is scary. She's done, committed atrocities, you know, war crimes. And it just makes sense, things. Yeah, just girly things. <laughs> that she would not feel great about herself and that she wouldn't take shit so much and she wouldn't joke around as much because that's a lot to deal with. But saying that, she does come into herself again mm -hmm. she finds her way back to herself and that's where i think she becomes the best version of herself she gets back to being like confident and fun and and witty but with a sense of humility about her yeah 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 because she's realized you know maybe i'm not invincible yeah and maybe and, it's okay to be, be vulnerable from time to time and there is she realizes uh, well you know by by the end of phase one she's realized that um there is more to the fight than her own survival there is her parents she she knew that from the very first book but then she suddenly had a sister yeah and mm -hmm. so it it's been that um new preoccupation uh, which has uh, given her this enormous sense of guilt, which um, led to her isolation for the next uh, five years. Um, mm -hmm. But also this renewed sense of responsibility. Um, and I, I, just to your earlier point of um, some readers not 
being the biggest fans of the traumatized, uh, I I totally get that, and and um, uh, I I totally understand and appreciate why you know they would be going. Why does she have to be? depressed why does she have to be traumatized why does she have to you know i mean emotional honesty um yeah, yeah it, it uh it and for me as the writer you can't write nine books and then go on to write another six and keep the character at the same point uh in order for me to write these books i the character has to to change so valkyrie has to change and she has to um have her ups and downs uh, and she has to learn but before mm-hmm. she learns she has to realize there is something uh, to learn mm-hmm. um so i totally understand why some people might prefer phase one and definitely um there are people out there who go i wish it had stopped after book nine just you know stop but but, but um uh, the lovely thing about books is that you can stop uh, reading after book nine. Yeah, um, I don't but, know why you would. But um, yeah, yeah, these the the Skullduggery books have always been about about Valkyrie. Yeah, and, um, despite being called Skullduggery, they're about yeah. Valkyrie. Yeah. Like if you can't handle me at my PTSD, you don't deserve me at my emotionally unavailable best <laughs> to be quite honest yes 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 um so what um and also the she's goofy in phase two she's just a goofy silly girl phase one valkyrie uh because i i never expected it oh you know like i when i was planning it out i didn't expect it to go beyond uh, book nine and so i said okay i'll give her a boyfriend um again because she was based on a real person so i was to a degree a mirroring um uh the other laura and her life um but uh in phase two um a, a few a few books in uh, valkyrie suddenly has a girlfriend um and yeah. <laughs> that 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 was love our bisexual queen that was a part that was um yes i knew she was bisexual okay in book one did she know this no okay. i Probably think one not. of the most telling parts of that is the fact that again she is attracted to china stars instantly does not question it yeah like it's magic but like she doesn't go like uh oh it's Mm, it's a lady. She's like, ooh, pretty. And Skullduggery tells China to stop that. Yeah. But yeah. she still is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. So I, but because this is going to be nine books and I had my plan for for Fletcher, um, again, I, I just introduced that almost the possibility of it, but was not intending um did not intend to go in and and explore it or announce it or or develop it in in any way these days if i were to um embark on the skullduggery starting now it would be a part of it um just because 
the world has has uh, moved on so much. So, like, if there's a movie, would it kind of be? Would would Valkyrie in she would, the movie know that she's bi? Yeah. Okay. But I feel like it also. I don't know how it would come up in plot. But like something I okay, like something I think about is there's there's not a lot of characters her age other than like a few handful like six mm-hmm. six seven ish and then there's you know Fletcher but like okay with the dynamic between melancholia be a little different if it's a little bit more flirty which I feel like it kind of is a little flirty oh it's just flirty, just sure. it's a little flirty from the beginning but that's something that I feel like could be sprinkled in a little bit more but doesn't necessarily mean there needs to be like a new love interest or something yeah, it would just yeah. be a little bit more well known in the way she interacts with yeah. people and again like there doesn't have to be any moment of like um hi by the way h- hello yes i'm bisexual like yeah. it doesn't need to be super tossed in but yeah. it, i feel like that's part of her character either way just from the start and now she's in, you know in in phase 2 once she very much in love yeah she mm-hmm. finally found someone to to be herself with which I think, and and, yeah. and it's just so nice to be able to write her happy. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she's like in never happy. Yeah. In phase two. Yeah. She. It. It was. It was. And and, you know, at least in in you know, uh, resurrection and midnight, I was able to use her humor uh, as a weapon against her depression and I did that specifically and so for me that made it you know I it it meant that I could still have fun and have a laugh and the readers could still have fun and have a laugh but she never betrayed her PTSD oh yeah like depression bands yeah yeah but yeah then with Melissa then she was able to curl up on in bed with the dog and with her girlfriend and mm. you know have coffee and meat and they, for coffee and, and they stuff. had muffins. Muffins. Yeah. My baby wants a muffin. My baby gets a muffin. <laughs> yes. yeah. I don't think Valkyrie would let anyone else apart from Melissa refer to her as baby. No. Probably not. No. I feel like they're pretty evenly matched. Well, and something that we were talking about the other night, me and Derek were mentioning, is that um, Valkyrie, like, she doesn't necessarily deserve to be happy. Again, she's not, like, a good person, but it's nice that she gets to be. Yeah. I feel like she's moving in a direction where she does deserve to be happy. Yeah, she's doing. She, what is it? She's like has penance for her crimes or yeah. sins or whatever. I feel like you know, she's, she's paid. She's yeah, she's doing the work. And also, I well, one of the things I like is that it doesn't. I feel like there's emphasis on the fact that there's not a straight line between being a good person and a bad person. And her and Skullduggy do the things that they have to do, but it it's not always like the most morally great thing to be doing no they have to do stuff they don't like like the whole arc where they're gonna they don't but they're gonna assassinate creed and then she decides the last second no we shouldn't do that but either way them doing that still would have been better for the general population yes even though that's not something that a quote quote good person would do is to go assassinate someone and that is really interesting to write because in life you do um you know, we're in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. You could go, okay, for the the good of my country, for the good of my people, for the good of my world, killing this person would be a, a good idea. 
Yeah. Um, it is like if you could travel back in time, would and, you kill Hitler and kill Hitler without uh, the repercussions affecting you know everything in a mass science fiction ripple effect kind of thing? If you could go back and do that, would you? And morally, I would say no. Really? But realistically, I would say yes. Morally, you couldn't kill Hitler? I couldn't kill a baby. But Oh, I didn't know we were talking about baby Hitler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, oh, I thought, not, 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 I, mean, I, thought no I thought we were talking about like art school Hitler. Nah, art school, I could, forget it. I could definitely kill art yeah, school Hitler. Yeah. You could beat him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Money or something, I don't know. But, but baby Hitler, um, I would still do it. The cat is eating the boy. Stop that. Yeah. Very cute. Um, but those are the big questions <laughs> that um, you can ask in in fiction, um, especially in science fiction. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we're all staring can at you. Can you into the purr to the mic, Kirby? Can you hear that? Uh, Hopefully yes, you guys did. heard that. That was Kirby purring. Um, but I feel like if we're going to hold Valkyrie to this standard where it's like, well, is she does she deserve happiness because has she atoned enough? Then we also need to hold Skullduggery to oh, that standard. He's what? done way worse things. Skullduggery is... And no one talks about, you know, the terrible things yeah. that Skullduggery's done. Well, there's a reason that everyone's terrified of him, right? Right. Okay, Kirby, chill. Uh, there's a reason everyone's scared of him. In the first place. And I, I don't think it... Okay. I think a big part of phase one is people saying, like, Valkyrie, you shouldn't look to him as a hero. You shouldn't try to aspire to be like him. You shouldn't be doing these things because he's not a good person. He, like, Fletcher, even when... I think Fletcher and Valkyrie had that whole thing where he's like, you're becoming a violent person mm -hmm. because Skullduggery is violent. And I think when she's breaking up with him and he's like, let's turn the tide. I'm going to be cool right now. And he says, like, oh, you're violent. You're... He, or he's violent. You're violent. You're cold-hearted because he's cold-hearted whatever like but like it's true though it's true and like yeah. Ken Speckle's whole issue with skullduggery and Valkyrie getting in these fights and like she's a young impressionable person surrounded by someone who is not like again he's doing things for the greater good but would be terrifying to be around mm -hmm. is terrifying mm -hmm. kills people all the time like He's a frightening person, and he wouldn't fall even, I'd say, morally in the same place that Valkyrie falls for wanting to do things that are good as, like, a good person thing. I yeah. feel like I sound really, really articulate. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do. Um, thing is, I'm a hypocrite, though, because I I am fully aware Derek is just uh, letting Bowie in, because, of course, now he wants to come inside. I... I'm a hypocrite because I'm fairly certain there isn't anything that could be unearthed from Skullduggery's past or there isn't anything that he could do now, almost anything, where I would, wouldn't forgive him. Challenge accepted. Okay. Ooh. Okay. All right, then. I, I guarantee there isn't a single thing you can do that you can include in the books <laughs> that would turn me against Skullduggery. However, I would say there are a handful of things that could quite possibly turn me against Valkyrie. Because even though I just said we need to hold him to the same standard, I clearly don't. No, no, no. <laughs> well, Kat is yeah. now attacking my hoodie. 
Yay. She has an objective. We'll find out what it is. It might just be destruction. It's just chaos. She just woke up today and chose violence. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, interesting. Um, Interesting. 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 Can't say anything more. Interesting. Oh. Oh. Okay. Skullduggery and Valkyrie's relationship reminds me of... um, that meme from that show where it's, where he's like, I've never done anything wrong in my life. I know. No, I know and this and I love and you. And I love you. Do you know, where is that from? It's from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Do you remember it's that? like, I've done nothing wrong in my life ever because I know this and I love you. And that is Valkyrie and Skullduggery to yes. each other. They're so, they are so toxic for each other. <laughs> <laughs> toxic besties. We love Either to see it. Either ending the world or saving it. It's just really life. healthy. They really, you know, they they lift each other up. They do. <laughs> they do. Um. I want to do something a bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Favorite Valkyrie Kane moments? Ooh. Okay. I well, think I know yours. Well, which one do you think it is? Well, I think I know, I know, is it the Bride of Blood Tears? Oh, I do. Okay. I love the whole interaction between Dark Cass and Valkyrie during the Bride of the Blood Tears thing where she's trying to choose mm-hmm. if she's going to let her do this or not, if she's going to let her take over. That is absolutely that, one of my favorites. That, and before we go on, that is the chapter that takes place entirely in Valkyrie's head. Yes. And so you have uh, Dark Cass's viewpoint in italics, I think. Yes. And so um, it's all a uh, first person. Yeah, and um, you don't get any description of what no, she's doing other than no. Dark Cast making comments like, ooh, she just she just bit part of your ear off. That. Yeah. I can't believe she just did that. And that, like, that chapter came about when I was uh, 17 in school. Um, we were doing uh, the end of year exams um, and the short story part of the English exam uh, was um, a picture was a photocopy of the scream, you know. Um, oh, uh, the monks, painting. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, the the prompt. The prompt was write a story um, inspired by this uh, this image, and so I wrote um, a unhinged person escaping from an ins- an institution. Uh, Shocking. All from his point of view, mm. all in that style where I didn't describe anything. I just, um, he was having a debate with his own dark side. And, That's bold. And this was in, you know, the last half an hour of the exam. And I just wrote this. And I, and. Did you do well? Oh, I did. I oh, really yeah, did. Good, good, good. Um, uh, and my English teacher the next year said, did you keep that? I said, no. Ah, oh, Derek. Um, but surely you're not allowed to keep it. It's part of your exam. You uh, get it back. No, this this was, um, it wasn't the state exam. It was the, you know. In class kind Yeah, of thing. the in class exam. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, he returned it to me. Uh, but I enjoyed writing that so much that, um, I wanted to do it again with Valkyrie. Uh, so, yeah, so that's how I um, came up with that. In, you know, it's kind of a in the moment, I, in an exam hall. 
I thought you were going to say it was inspired by, you know, in Superman 3? Superman 3? Mm -hmm. With Dark Superman yeah. fighting himself. Well, I thought that Sorry. was like part of like the darkest thing anyway, but not like... Yeah, but that's why I thought you were going with that. Talking about, you know, Valkyrie and Darkest having like the bants. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I adore that scene in Superman three. Even that makes no sense. Really. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it um, that is is kind of merges into the whole hero with the dark side kind of aesthetic that I have in the books anyway. Um, whereas that particular scene, that conversation, that debate as the, she's in the caves and she's running and she's fighting all of these witches uh, and they keep on like maiming her and, and, and she keeps on ripping them apart. It was just so much fun to oh, write. Oh, I know, I know. Well, so I was, yeah, on that note, mm -hmm. my favorite Valkyrie scenes, honestly, are the ones where she's getting her shit wrecked. I, like, maybe it's like the actor brain thing, but I really like when she's just going through it. I like when, um, let me think. I like when she gets bit by Dusk and Skullduggery tries to get her to, to, to leave and she refuses to even though she's, you know, gushing blood. Mm -hmm. And because again, that's her, her confidence where she's like, no, I'm going to stay. I like when Melancholia comes and attacks her. I do like the part where when she tells her, she's like, you better start praying to me just in case. <laughs> Iconic moment. I love um, one of my favorite, favorite scenes I think, like, again, like, actor standpoint to be reading is the Valkyrie and Fletcher breakup because she is not nice. And she's in a bad mood, and she shouldn't be nice. And it's just interesting because she is the main character. She's someone you want to be rooting for, and she's doing she's something hard to root for. She's hard to root for, and Fletcher's nice. And, like, that's oh, the my thing sweet is angel child. He deserves a lot better, and he has a, wrong. a hard time. But I think... It's really interesting to have a main character that isn't always likable. And I like, mm, let me think, let me think. You'd think I'd have them like listed. Mm. I like when she has to kill Alice. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I like the struggle that she has to go through. I like the mental Olympics that she has to do with herself to like come to a decision and that it's not straightforward for her. Yeah. And that's like one of my favorite things about her as a character. And maybe that's the has the dark side, has a good side kind yeah. of thing is that she has to make a choice. Every decision she makes is a choice that she's doing it on purpose and she's going to have to deal with that consequence, whether she wants to or not. Okay. And yeah, I, like that's that. cool. I like that about her, like as a, as a person. I really like, I think it's mortal coil after she has the whole escapade with knife. And then yeah. she tells mm -hmm. Skullduggery what she's done. I just think, first off, that interaction between the two of them is wonderful. Just very beautiful and touching, but not, you know, overly... It's not on the nose. It can't be. He's not got a nose. But... And, just, like, again, it's just one of those very rare moments where Phase 1 Valkyrie kind of has a bit of humility mm. to her. And she was, well, and like she just kind of let her guard down the vulnerability. for a few moments. Yeah, of like, yeah. she's not sure how Skullduggery is going to react to her doing that. Yeah. Also, her, like, the dissection scene is, like, one of the coolest oh, ones. Oh, so like, cool. So cool. Even, like, and I always remember the where she's in the, <coughs> I'm probably going to say it wrong, the Dullahan's 
Delahan. Ed, Ed Delahan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Delahan. Okay, when she's in his carriage and she like pulls the curtain back, it kind of reminds me of that scene in Dracula where Keanu Reeves is in the cart and he looks out and he's totally not scared and he goes, and he looks over the edge. But she's actually creepy and I just like that she's like dead and yeah. pale and gross and like watching herself get dissected and the hallucination mm-hmm. with the reflection. Yeah. Dark Days, Mortal Coil, Deathbringer, like my top favorites. Like that trilogy, I Dark love Days it. is interesting. I like it because Dark Days is upset. not, I love you, but Dark Days is not like the fan favorite typically. Mm. Dark Days is my, some people, for some people it's like the B-side. Hmm. Well, and they don't get Skullduggery. Which I don't get because I think it's yeah. great. I like that Skullduggery's unhinged. Oh, yeah. I like that Valkyrie that. is trying her very best to be an adult, and she's not, and she has to learn to be by herself. And I like, oh, I love the interrogation with Mar. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she really is, she's standing around, and she fights her. Yeah. You know? This girl is fighting adults all the time. Yeah, and Davina Mar is just the fucking worst. She's oh, like, yeah. like the umbrage of yeah, this yeah, cold yeah. Diary. And, yeah, her and who's, oh, the awful head teacher. It's got a real Liz Trust kind of vibe in phase two. Oh, oh, it's uh, so it's a D, I think. A duenna? Duenna, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah they both, care. yeah, have real umbrage vibes. Yes, yeah. I agree. I, I I'm, I'm trying to think of my favorite Valkyrie moment. I feel like yours is probably a dark ass moment. Probably. Probably. Dark ass moment when she gets her eyeball popped out and pushes it back in. Oh, that I love that. That so will good. never be forgotten. Oh, yeah. the description of like the, the blood the jelly. and the jelly. And she pushes yeah. it back into her eye socket and she's like screaming. That's and then she's so like, cool. she's like, mm, I'm going to feel this for a second. Mm, actually, <laughs> let's shut that off. <laughs> let's not deal with that. That was, Yeah, that was. Yeah, I like that Dark Cast is like curious about all the the sensations of like yeah. feeling pain. And she's like, oh, no, 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 I want to, I want to know. Yeah. That's enough of that. But like in phase two, like she gives birth to herself. Yeah. To experience go both giving birth and then birth and then she experiences life. It's just yeah. It's, it's not funny. what I would do. If I was if I was looking to experience <laughs> everything, there are some things I would leave out. Right, right. Including like those two. Birth. Okay. Giving birth and being born. If I could have if I could just not experience being born, that'd be great. Love that. Um I loved writing the Darkess uh, Mevolent uh, battle. I knew yeah. you were going to say that. Uh, I knew you were going to so say that. so much fun. Yeah, uh, that was very fun. Uh, just to, to actually write the thing was uh, a blast. Um, also, Valkyrie in the caves where... I was just about to say that. The thing where... In Deathbringer. Is it? Uh, she's There's struggling. one in Deathbringer where the things got her. Yes. Oh, and she's oh the claustrophobic scene. Yes, right? the claustrophobic where she's like breaking scene. Breaking her fingernails yeah. off. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. going to say any yeah. scene where her claustrophobia comes out. Mm-hmm. I love because I'm also claustrophobic. Yeah, me too. And again, it's those <laughs> moments where you see her be a real person. That's when I click with yeah. her. And, and and it's it's just it's in those moments. Okay, if you were. If you woke up and someone had um, attacked you and stuffed you into a coffin and and buried you. Oh, you mean like last weekend? Yeah. Yeah. And if you had uh, 12 hours to stay in this coffin with air, you know, but complete darkness, 
Do I know I'm only in there for 12 hours? Yes, you do. All right. So you're going to get out. I'd probably take and a nap. so I put I myself into that kind of situation all the time. And I go, could, even though I knew, even though I know I'm going to be out in 12 hours, can I maintain my calm for 12 hours? Because if I don't, and if I panic, I'm going to start sweating. And then you're going to overheat. And then your clothes are going to feel sticky. And then you know this, and it's just going to make it worse. And then you're going to try to struggle. You're going to try to scratch your nose. You're going to try to scratch your leg. You can't move. It's going to make it worse. And and can I maintain my calm for 12 hours? Because then I'll be fine. But if I panic, if I allow myself to panic once, it'll be a cascade. And it'll be more and bigger and worse and more. And these are the things that I ask myself constantly. If I was in this situation, how would I react? And so when it comes to Valkyrie's claustrophobia, she's always, she has that knowledge. She has the knowledge of if if I remain calm, I'm fine. I'm Valkyrie Kane, I can handle this. But then there's a tiny crack. And it's that tiny crack, and it all spills in. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the the those claustrophobic uh, moments are are um, they're from the heart. I think there's like there's a moment or a line where Skodagri kind of pulls her out from a like a a crack or a crevice in something, and she's. I think it's midnight. Is it? No, sorry. Yes, yes. Yeah, is midnight. it? Yeah, it's and when she... she's at tra- Oh no. I don't know. But she's, he's just kind of pulled her free, but it was her butt that got her stuck. Oh, it was oh, yeah. in Kingdom of the Wicked, I think. Oh, is it? I, I'm pretty yeah. sure. She's, and she's like laughing because yeah, she's, she's trying like not to freak out. Yeah. 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 I've done that. And she's like, <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny. But it's funny because my butt got stuck. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. hyperventilating yeah. a little bit. Yeah. 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 I think I showed you that video. I got, I, I was at a roller skating rink and I couldn't get the roller skate off. And I have this video of like three of my friends trying to untie the roller skate and I'm just like slowly like losing it. Yeah. Just yeah. hyperventilating but like laughing because it's like, okay, well, it's stuck to me and I don't want it to be stuck to me, but it's stuck to me and now I feel trapped in this little thing and it's not going to be stuck on me. It's swelling, but it's, it feels stuck right now. And I know that that's stupid, but it feels stuck right now. And I feel trapped. Yeah. It, no, th- and th- that, that's the, that's the curse of, of claustrophobia it's that yeah it's that yeah you, you, yeah it's it's that overheated panicking prickly sweat uh, just appearing on your forehead and you know you know yeah. all you got to do is scream and then it'll just get so much worse do you have a favorite phase two Valkyrie moment? Either of you? Well, on the same note, I do like I like um, <clears throat> in Bedlam when she's doing the when she's going nuts. I think oh, she does she, Bedlam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. when she wakes up and she's in she's like having all the hallucinations. She yeah, is in a she's coffin. In a coffin. And then she's losing yeah. her this. mind. Yeah. Maybe you block it out. Maybe, probably. Well, yeah. and that's when she's in the asylum, and then the um, and Bedlam is like my, one of my favorite books. That one, I like. I like that one. I like really all the stuff with China. Also, she's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, yeah. but the, that's when the nemesis. Um, yes, the nemesis of Greymire. Yeah, or whatever. She 
Yeah, because she's she's stuck in that box, and I think it does the thing where when she's kind of like losing it, and you do the thing where it cuts like halfway through a page, yes. and it starts the next page, and it's like it looks chaotic to match the feeling of it being chaotic. Yeah. Um, I really I like that. I like her just not. Oh, I also like the part where she is talking to Kess in midnight after she's getting like her eyeballs tattooed, and they're trying to figure out if she can, if what's his what's his name cadaver. Can can hear them or not? A cadaverous. Yes, cadaverous. Yes, there we yes. go. I was thinking cadaver came. Yes. Yeah. When if he can hear them or not, and that because the thought of getting your eyeballs tattooed is just icky. Yeah, it happened to me once. No, oh, yeah, I didn't. No, you don't have to. You don't. Have no, to. no, no. Yeah, I want to see the eyeball tattoos. Prove it. No. Uh, oh, oh no. are you shy? I'm shy. Oh, you're so shy, little yes. baby. Um, they my favorite. Phase two vacuum moment is when the, I think it's the penultimate book of phase two, which would be Dead or Alive, mm-hmm. where they're trying to get into a magic convention. <gasps> and oh. she's flirting away with the girl, and she like she's like, Oh my god, I love your nails. Yes, I knew you were say this. <laughs> and she's like, Oh my god, oh, thank you. I just got them done, acrylic, and vacuum's like, Oh, I wish I could get mine done. And it's just the most blatant flirting ever and Skullduggery is kind of just watching this unfold and Valkyrie flirts her way into the thing or whatever that whatever it is they're doing and then afterwards Skullduggery just goes you are shameless <laughs> it's just wonderful it's yes. wonderful yeah I'm so happy for her that she's embraced uh her Fruity side. Yes. Well, it's the, it. it's the, what does she say? She goes, oh yeah, short nails, but long fingers. And it's like, ah! that's, <laughs> that's fruity. That's so fruity. <laughs> Wait, no, why is that fruity? Oh, I don't know, actually. You I know, think you need to explain some things to me. I, I don't think this is the time or the place. Probably it's- not. Probably not. I mean, I just mm. randomly took these words from space, so. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they uh, had no meaning. We're, yeah, we're no inferring mm-hmm. the intention behind mm-hmm. that. Exactly. Yeah, it's not my fault. But like, she flirts with a lot of women. In, oh yeah. Yeah. There's like the first one, I think, where she. There's a waitress that is very mm-hmm. pretty, and one of the patrons at this bar they're in has been handsy with the waitress. Oh yes, that's and, um. Valkyrie is kind of noticing how pretty the waitress is, and I think she kind of winks at her or something, um, or tips her or something. Um, and then there is in Seasons of War with the soldier lady, yeah. the mm-hmm. blonde soldier lady with the crooked nose, or whatever it is. The, I think she's a bodyguard. Bodyguard, yeah. yeah. They definitely have a little flirtation going on. They do. Yeah. Even though by that stage, Val has Melissa. You can flirt with other people. Exactly. Well, there's there's a scene where I don't think it was the waitress one, but where they're talking with some guy and he he's like, "Oh, my associate over here," and she's some big buff lady, and oh, and he says I, yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. something about flirting." She goes like, "Well, I got a girlfriend. Doesn't mean I can't flirt. Whatever. Like she knows about it. She's cool with it. Whatever." She says something along those lines, and this lady and her are flirting, and then the lady starts siding with Valkyrie more than the dude that she's yes, supposed to be siding yes. with. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. when that is. I feel like it was maybe dead or alive, but I don't know. It was the gangster Rain. Oh, was it? Christopher Rain and... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So that when it been... wasn't that in the most recent one? Okay. No, that was so. in Dead or Alive, I'm pretty uh, sure. Okay. With Christopher Rain, because that was the murder creep one. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the one where um, again where Valkyrie gets her ass kicked by a group of men. Um, it's when they're in disguise. Oh yeah, she has blonde hair. Yes. Oh yeah, and um, Skodagri is dressed like a surfer guy. Yeah. 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 And the guy is saying, he's like, oh yeah, I dated Valkyrie Kane once. I, right. I did it. Yes. I, I dated her once. Like, isn't that Valkyrie Kane? And they're like, no, 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 she has dark hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Superman in his glasses. <laughs> what about you? Favorite phase two moment? Oh, I feel like I should know. I really liked in, um, what's the last one? Until the end, when Xena and Melissa come back, or when Valkyrie's like, not crazy anymore and she's just like her regular amount of crazy yeah again. she's not like faceless ones infested and yeah, 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 um yeah. and they come to her in the hospital room or whatever wherever she is and she gets reunited with them and it's really sweet and it's cute yeah, and nice. Zina's so excited Maybe that's uh, the, uh, on on twitter a few days ago someone uh was talking and i think they were talking about the the last book and um how there was a moment he said um of heartfelt interaction between Valkyrie and somebody else and he said and I don't want to spoil it but it, it and I was wondering what is it because I, I I never ask what people what bits people are talking about because then the reply comes up on my mentions and so that'll spoil something so yeah, yeah. usually i just have to go i wonder what they meant and then let it go and that's, probably, that's what probably yeah that's that's probably what they meant yeah yeah oh, i should have said spoiler warning before that don't worry i'll have a spoiler <laughs> warning on the whole podcast yes um hmm. well yeah i feel like we've talked about our favorite girly a fair bit obviously it's valkyrie kane so this kind of conversation could potentially go yeah. on all evening. Um, but maybe the rest of this is like uh, for a part two. Yes. A Valkyrie Kane yes. exploration. No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Valkyrie Kane uh, analysis? Analysis. I guess. Deep dive. It's not better. That's not no, any better. No. Maybe there'll be part two. We we hmm. come back to yes. this. Maybe yes. we like prepare things to talk about. Mm, we don't ever prepare okay, for our okay. podcast. I mean, I could prepare things we've to talk about about yeah, her. Okay, like we've never showed up prepared ever for anything, not just the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, um, I have fun. Yes, I have mm -hmm. fun. Yes, uh, I enjoyed oh. having our first guest. Yes, yeah. very very fun. Ooh, am I the first guest? Oh yes, yeah. special. Exactly. <laughs> Um, for those of you out there in internet land, um, you might be aware that uh, Skullduggery has a Kickstarter um, thing. Oh yeah, oh, I knew we, we were supposed to talk about something. Um, Dang it! We are uh, we have surpassed our goal, and we're by three we're times like or something. We're like almost four hundred percent funded. Ah, wow! Yeah. Um, if you want to take part, uh, just go to the Kickstarter and uh, if Which not, can be found uh, on your Twitch computer. page. On Derek's Twitch page. Mm -hmm. oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which I think is just at Derek Landy. That, yeah. I think yeah. so. Um, God, yeah. we're prepared. We're so professional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, it just so occurred to me that me and um, Ivy aren't uh, even yeah. sharing a microphone right now. Oh, not of course even. not. Nope. I, yeah, that would be so silly. So be, silly. But the star has his own microphone. 
It's only because it's your birthday. Also, we have a Halloween oh, we YouTube do. live, yeah. I feel. Yeah, we do. We on, do. Actual, on Halloween, Halloween. On Halloween at about 7 and, or 8. Don't yeah, and again, the details for that are on Twitter. Are on they? Derek's Twitter. Yes. Are you they? made a whole announcement about it. Cheapers. There was a graphic and everything. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, gonna, yeah. We're uh, going to have so much oh, fun. so much fun. You have no idea. We have no idea. We're not prepared. We don't know what we're doing. So, yeah, that'd be great. Oh, wait, there will oh. be a, an announcement. Oh, what, yeah, what because, are we because the Kickstarter was the first announcement, but at the end of the month, there will be a second announcement. Oh, I forgot um, what the announcement is, lads. I know, it could be a surprise. It'll be a surprise for you. It's there. Okay. Boom. All right. Boom. So, there, yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, for this, um, I think you'll agree, fascinating. Um, I thought this was. Really Review fascinating, actually. Valkyrie Kane. Yep. I always like uh, talking about Valkyrie. She's she fun. is intriguing. I like talking about Valkyrie with people who want to hear me talk about Valkyrie because usually it's a one-sided <laughs> conversation. <laughs> we are always. You have so many friends. I have so many friends, and they really love when I when I talk about Valkyrie for like an hour and a half, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's great." And we are always continue. ready to talk Valkyrie. Yes, because even though kind of can't stand her i love her i love her i do i do love her so say we are thank you so much for joining us thank you for being our first podcast guest um like we said ivy is an actress ivy is mm-hmm. on all the socials under which which ivy yep i think which which ivy which which except ivy. on instagram it's it's just ivy Botolato. it's it's just my name cuz you have to be awkward oh uh, yeah we of they course. just they just realized it was which which, and now they're saying. But you know, I gotta it. keep it exciting. But also, if you can't find Ivy on any of the socials, you will find her through mine. So yeah, through your guys' you tweets, you will find me exactly. And also Ivy's TikToks, which are obviously hilarious and funny and brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us. We had fun. Hopefully you guys had fun. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the Kickstarter. Don't forget to... What is the other thing we're doing? Join us for Halloween. Um, And until next time, do, of course, stay sexy. Ivy, do you have a sign-off? If you're going to commit a crime, don't get caught. Oh, I like that one. It's just life advice. It's good. Good. I have a sign-off. Oh. Oh. This is something that uh, Laura suggested that uh, I use the sign off. This is something I usually say um, at bedtime. At bedtime. Before we go to sleep. Um, and I think it is appropriate in most situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, as right, an aspirational. Shall I, okay. Shall I okay, sit yeah, up? Do. Thank you so much for listening. We had fun. Hopefully, you had fun. And of course, until next time, do stay sexy. And may all your wishes be fishes. And if you commit a crime, don't get caught. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh my, okay, I'll just leave them. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm already gone. Bye.